0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Europe, which is dry, is now forecast to get some beneficial rain. Argentine corn is cheap because of currency, while Brazilian and Ukraine corn both got needed rain. About the only saving grace would be Chinese reserve purchases. China has been buying our soybeans, mostly in the new crop slot, but has continued to buy from Brazil too. They are reportedly expanding purchases in Brazil. The state-run buyers that will be buying for a soybean reserve have not been active. Both corn and soybean exports are likely to be reduced by USDA and subsequent supply-demand reports. Almost everywhere around the world where they have been dry has either gotten some rain or rain is forecast. Global crop conditions are not deteriorating. They look pretty darn good here in the Corn Belt. Planning progress should have advanced enough and the afternoon report did not be an issue. There are areas with too much or too little of something, but the overall condition ratings are likely to improve. We have lots of moisture and the heat coming should produce an explosion of growth. Donald Trump was or is unlikely to directly cancel phase one. That would not fit the narrative of it being such a great deal for us that China wants to renegotiate. Why drop such a perfect deal if it was perfect? If dropped, it will be China acting in a manner that results in the trade deal unraveling in response to geopolitical pressure from Donald J. Trump. To actually comply, China would have to significantly step up commodity purchases, and there is currently no sign that is happening. They have been buying just enough to support a pretense that the trade deal is in force as it serves both sides to perpetuate the illusion. Reuters and Bloomberg both reported that Beijing ordered state-run firms to pause U.S. soybean purchases. That is when this gets real. Private Chinese companies have not been told to halt purchases, probably only because they didn't have to be told. Hong Kong autonomy is now the flashpoint. Donald J. Trump sold his trade policy to farmers, promising them great things that have failed to materialize. Farmers told me directly how great ag trade would be following the trade wars. I didn't believe that then, and I've not changed my mind. He paid us off with MFP payments that were spun as being funded by tariffs paid by China. That is a slick supposition, except that U.S. consumers end up funding the cost of the tariffs. Our CCC payments are taxpayer-funded. The CCC funding authorization, where the trade war reparations from farmers came from, are now committed to COVID-19 aid and are inadequate to fund more MFP payments. The CCC is not getting any more money to fund MFP payments. Donald J. Trump made promises to farmers that I don't believe that he can deliver on. The ag sector has failed to see the benefits promised of his revamped trade agreements. Farmers have now been made fully beholden to the government for any net income, which means they have to kiss the ring. On the hogs, I am hearing of integrated producers that are euthanizing hogs. After all, they can buy them cheaper than they can raise them. The crazy volatility continues in the product market with loins up $18, butts off 22 hams down $17. That averages out to something smaller, but the recovery in hog slaughter destabilized the pork product market. Poor exports did not help. USDA says that 20.6 thousand metric tons of pork was sold for export, off from 34.5 thousand the previous week. Mexico stepped up for 9 thousand metric tonne and China for 6.1. That is not much pork sold to China if they intend to comply with Phase 1. China canceled pork orders a week prior, which did not make sense until Reuters reported that Beijing ordered state-run firms to pause purchases. On cattle, the industry is going to have to back up cattle for weeks until they can push them back into a hole created by sharply reduced placements. If feedlots get too aggressive placing cattle again until the front-end supply is accommodated, there will be a relapse. Getting bullish could have bad repercussions. We have a most interesting cash cattle market situation. The prices that they have been paying are totally arbitrary. There's no link whatsoever between cattle and beef prices or the cattle price relative to front-end supply. Since that is based on thin air, it pretty much can evaporate into thin air anytime for no reason, with then Packers having a bad hair day. So with the thin air supported cash cattle market at 110 to 120, then June live cattle are in a basis hole, and live cattle futures would have to soar to align the basis, or Packers could just decide to pay $100, and the basis is in line in an instant. Our Packers long June live cattle. The best advice would be not to trust anything, as this market is not real.